coming up. We have our first NPL guest interview. Bransom sits down with Green Gully striker Alex Salmon and we learn a bit more about him, his journey to the NPL in Victoria and Green Gully's season so far. It's a special episode of the Semi-Pro Potty. Alrighty, g'day guys. I'm sitting down here with Green Gully striker Alex Salmon. We're going to have a chat to him, have a chat about the uh, season so far and get to know him a little bit better. Alex, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yes, not too bad. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on board. No worries. <laughs> uh, listen, we just wanted to have a chat to you. Obviously, you are first season in the MPL here in Victoria. Just wanted to have a chat, uh, get to know you a little bit better. Obviously, first season at Green Gully, first season in... Victoria, uh, for those who uh, don't know too much about you, you came from England, uh, you're, you're, sorry, you're English, you come from England, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I grew up in England, just outside of Liverpool, um, just normal working class family really, and then started playing football, ended up at Carlisle, uh, played a few years there, signed a professional contract and then was released at the end of that, and then went in the non-leagues, played for a team called Workington. And was kind of at a bit of a crossroads when uh, the opportunity to go and play in WA came up. Yep. So um, I got on a plane with my mate and went and played over there. Nice, nice. So uh, how old were you when you first started playing in England? Oh, I think in England you just play. As soon as you can walk, you start <laughs> playing, really. Did you always want to be a footballer growing up? Or was that always the goal? Or Yeah, d- yeah. to be honest. I think every, every kid does. And then it comes to a time where you either think it's, like, it can be done or it can't. And then that's when you kind of try and kick on, that's what happened with me. Yep, so you played with Carlisle for yeah. a little bit, uh, they're floating around League 2 at the moment, I think, yeah. were, you, were you with them when they were in they're the lower leagues? League 1, yeah. nice. Yeah. How long did you spend with Carlisle? I was there for three years. Very nice, and yeah. was that the highest level you uh, you got to play at? Yeah, League 1 was the highest, and then I went on loan in the Scottish Championship as well. Okay, cool, but, very uh, cool. I'd say the uh, League 1 was a higher standard than that, yeah. Okay, did you play, who was like the coolest team you played because like league I'm, I'm, I'm a big English football fan so I, in particular like you know the lower leagues or you know like my, your teams uh, like Luton Town and yeah. funky ones like that so or Plymouth my, Argyle my debut was Bournemouth away and they oh need, pretty cool and they needed to win to go up to the championship and they, yep. won, they won 3-1 there was a pitch invasion <laughs> and that was a bit of a welcome, <laughs> welcome to football yeah, kind, of, kind of day that's a that's a pretty good debut yeah and then uh, played against Blackburn as well in the cup but I missed the penalty that game so no. <laughs> that's not too fond in the memory <laughs> no that's right what was the biggest stadium you played at in England uh, the biggest stadium I don't know Bradford's is massive actually Bradford City, the yeah, bands. That was massive, but I'm sure um, Bournemouth was the highest attendance. I think they filled theirs out, but it's only 12,000, 13,000, I think, on the day. Yeah. But when they all jump on the pitch, yeah. it, seems, it seems like a lot of people. Yeah, well, 12 or 13,000 people in not, not a big area, you know, sort yeah. of fill it up pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, you left England to come play football in Australia. You initially went to WA. I think you signed with Armadale. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, how did how did that come about? I, I played with a lad at um, Carlisle uh, called Danny Hodgson, and he moved to Australia. He had an uncle there, and he was playing for Armadale at the time. And obviously, with the visa player rules, he actually ended up doing his ACL. So they needed a visa player. Yeah. And I just spoke to him over the years, just because he was my mate at Carlisle. 
blah, blah, blah. And then um, he just said, would you come? Do you fancy it? And my good mate Ellis, who I um, came out with, I just said to him, you know, do you want to come with me? Like, We kind of just got on a plane. That was that, a couple of months later, and we were living in Australia. Right, wow. Yeah, so, so did as you, simple as that. So did you know you were going to sign with Armadale before uh, you yeah. came? I spoke to the coach, yeah, a couple of times, and then I just kind of said to the coach, who's the other visa player? And then got my mate involved, and then we went and signed for them. He let me stay with him for the first couple of months. Nice. So did you know a lot about Australian football before you came over? Had you heard yeah. much about it? or nah, not at all, really, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't say the sole purpose of me coming over here was football. Um, yep. It was just a good excuse to, to come over. Yeah, yep. Like I said before, I was kind of at a crossroads in England, and I, was just, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And it looked like professional football wasn't going to be what I was going to do, so I thought, why not go and try and live in a better country? Somewhere different, somewhere fun, a bit sunny, a bit, bit warmer. warmer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, what was the hardest part about shifting halfway across the world? Obviously, you know, from England, grew up in England, you literally moving to the other side of the world in a country that you hadn't been to before. What was the what was the hardest part? I don't know, really. To be honest, I, w- I wouldn't say any of it was hard. And, um, obviously, you're leaving your family, you're leaving your friends, but. I moved away from home at 16, so that, that didn't really bother me. Um, just the little things, like the car. You've you got little ties at home that can make it a bit uh, bit awkward for you at the time, but that's been pretty plain sailing since I've been here, to be honest. So what did you think of uh, the NPL in WA? So you played for three clubs, is yeah, that correct? So. When, yeah, so I, first half for Armadale, and uh, they actually, I think they finished bottom the year before we signed. We had a good night series with them, but um, it was quite clear that like I, I didn't really want to play for Armadale. No disrespect, but the the best team in the league for the last couple of years before that were Bayswater, and he had Chris Cohen as the coach, and he kind of got in contact with me. So as soon as that opportunity came up, I kind of uh, I jumped at that and went back to uh, well, I went to Bayswater, and that was a bit better, you know, more professional, better better players, better lads, things like that. Fantastic. Uh, so. You made the switch from WA to Victoria. How did that come about? So, like, how did you hear about the NPL in Victoria or Green Gully? Because Perth to, well, WA to Victoria is a pretty good move, not as far as England to Australia, but yeah. it's a pretty big move in itself. So how did that one get teed up? Uh, after my first season with Inglewood, uh, Raymond called me here and he just said, like, would you be interested? I had a few phone calls. You know, everyone talks about this... Um, the NPL in Victoria highly in WA and says it's, you know if you kind of want to go and challenge yourself at this level you do it here um, but we couldn't get it done the first year and he just said we'll stay in contact so I played another season at Inglewood and then he called me and once it came up again I, I, I knew it was something I definitely wanted to do Fantastic. Has it been like a, an easy transition? Like, you know, because if you settle down in, in WA and then you've got to move move again. Yeah, to be honest, it, it was pretty easy. Um, you know, the club the club went kind of above and beyond for me in, in, in terms of helping me out and getting me settled here. Um, same with the, the manager and the players, actually. So as soon as you've got that, you, you're halfway there, you know what I mean? As long as I'm playing football, I don't really... Care what I'm doing. The other side, the other side takes care of itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's good. So, how does the MPL in WA compare to Victoria? Like, is it similar level? You know, different leagues. You know, how, how do they compare? The most honest way I can put it is in WA. I'd say there's probably three or four good players in a team, and um, whereas here it seems to be there's there's eight or nine or 
you know some teams really they kind of have a weak link if if you if you call it that. Uh, that's the that's the only difference I've found to be honest. But um, so that kind of makes it a better standard, I suppose. So uh, first season at Green Gully, seven weeks into the season, uh, Gully are sitting mid-table-ish, uh, yeah. only out of the top six on uh, on goal difference. What are your thoughts on the season so far? Um, to be honest, it's been a bit hit and miss. Um, we started very well, two wins. Um, and the Bentley game, we didn't really give a good uh, account of ourselves there. Definitely, that was a that was a that was a poor one. And then Dandy City was poor again. You know. Few silly, uh, few silly mistakes cost us in the end. And we ended what up losing it? that game. Well, two red cards in the first half for both teams. Yeah. It was a bit of a fiery one to straight yeah, off the bat. It was just a bit. You know, we went one 0 up, then they equalised. Two one up, they equalised. They get a man set off, then we get a man set <laughs> off. You know, yeah, it, it back just, and forth. It yeah, just shouldn't, it just shouldn't happen. But that's football, I suppose. And then obviously we got a, a, a one all draw at South Melbourne yesterday, which you come away. I think both teams will come away from that and say. They're pretty disappointed they didn't get the win. Well, you scored yesterday for South Melbourne. Taking a look at that, so you scored in the first half. Talk us through it. Yeah, to be honest, I owe a lot to uh, Fletch. He went, yeah. <laughs> Jay played him in and he just squared it to me. I just had to roll in, get the glory, even though the league that never gave me yeah. my goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said you said before, I had a look online and it said uh, on the NPL stats, it says you've only scored five. I thought you've scored six, but you said you've actually scored seven. Yeah, I scored against Dandy City and they give it to Timmy Purcell. <laughs> and then I scored yesterday and I think they give it to Fletch. Yeah, so you're so, not, not, not getting the full credit there. Exactly. So you're def- definitely on seven for the year. Definitely seven. I've watched the videos enough. I yeah. <laughs> so the goal yesterday uh, that you scored, as you said, all you had to do was roll it, roll it into the back of the net. What goes through your mind when Don't you've miss. got? Yeah, I was going to say you got the whole net Literally, there. I was having a, a laugh. I'm I'm here with me mate. My mate's coming. He's staying with me at the at the minute, Sean. And uh, I just said to him, he's a striker as well. I played with him at Morecambe. And I said to him, when, when they get rolled to you, you think goal, but you just think as soon as you hit it, don't miss. Don't miss. You see it enough on uh, Instagram and online. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, they certainly get missed then. Have you, uh, what, have you ever done that? Have you, what's, what's the worst miss you've ever had? Have you ever had like a, a real simple one that you've just muffed and you're going, oh, gee whiz, you know? Yesterday one. Yesterday, yesterday one was pretty bad. Um, oh, in the second half? Yeah, the second half. Was I tried like to a hit volley it too or? hard, yeah. Um, worst miss? You know, not one that sticks no, no, out. No, 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 no. That's, I, that's probably a good yeah, thing for a striker. You yeah. probably don't want to have like a I've real howler. I do remember playing for Workington once actually, and the same lad put me through one on one three times, and I missed all three. <laughs> I think that was the first time I've gone. Oh, what am I doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's good. So, uh, you, going back to yesterday's game, so you're up one nil. Uh, you scored, and I think South Melbourne scored what? Real, really quickly yeah. afterwards, maybe a minute after, or yeah. or two minutes. As a as a player, what, what what's going through your head when that happens? Obviously, you've just taken the lead. You're feeling great. You know, we're taking the lead. I've scored. We're up yeah. here, lads. Exactly. And then they equalise straight away. What what goes through your mind when that happens? It's definitely frustrating, but still only 25 minutes into the game, wasn't it? We definitely uh, you just got to kind of regroup, stick together, and keep stick to the game plan, kind of thing. But it just wasn't to be yesterday. Just one of those days. Did you think a draw was a fair result overall, or, or, or did you think that you guys definitely could have won it? I mean, watching the game, both teams had good chances, yeah. but do, do you I'd think? Say, it... I'd say they had the, the, the more chances. Um, both teams were pretty similar with the ball. 
in that sense. But um, to be honest, I think a draw was a fair result. To be honest, yeah. Um, what do you reckon the ceiling is for Gully this year? So obviously you started well. I think you're on top after the first couple of weeks, looking really good. Um, found the going a little bit tougher in recent games, and yeah. you're sort of sitting in that mid table. Do you reckon you guys are in a great position to make that finals push? Or I think definitely, yeah. Uh, you know, we're missing a lot of players at the minute. You know, our captain, unfortunately, suspended at the minute. We've had a few niggles with our wingers a couple of weeks here and there, which doesn't help. It just upsets the rhythm of things. So once we get everyone back, which hopefully will be in the next couple of weeks, you start putting a run together and then things look a lot different. It's still very early on in the season. So it won't be too bad. It's not all doom and gloom. No, no, no. Still, as you said, plenty of games to go, plenty of, uh, plenty of points still on the board. So you've scored seven goals so far this season, definitely seven. Definitely. How many are you going to score this season? Oh, I think I always aim to score as many as I can, but I remember when I first moved to Perth, I, th- I thought I should aim for a goal a game. So that's, it's no about, about, Yeah, I was going to say you're about on that now, seven yeah. games in, seven goals. Yeah, it's no as, long as, as long as MPL Vic give you credit for all of exactly, them, Exactly, right? yeah. I'll be on the phone to them, no worries. So what's the what's the what's the best goal you've ever scored? Have you ever just you know I don't know like a bicycle kick or a absolute scorcher, long range strike? What's what's the best one you've ever hit? Um, I scored a good one against Blackpool once. I remember I was having an absolute nightmare, and they played and they, he changed me and played, played me centre mid. He moved me into centre mid, and I just got the ball off the left back and let it run through my legs and just hit it. More because I was annoyed at how I was playing, to be honest. <laughs> and I just hit it from, it would have been about 30, 35 yards, and it, it just went into the top corner. And I remember just looking at my dad, and I was like, Yeah, shut up, because he'd been moaning <laughs> at me all game, saying, like, Get your head on. But yeah, that was a pretty good one. I've scored a left foot volley before as well, which they, they don't come around too often. Are you a left footer? No, I'm no. Right footed. I haven't decided yet. Well, first time I've Well, if you can score them with both, it doesn't matter. Feet, head, I mean, as long as they go in the back of the net, I don't, exactly, think, the, I don't yeah. think the coach is going to mind. I don't think the team's going to be too fussed. Exactly. They all count, right? Yeah, exactly. And so you said you're originally from just outside Liverpool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you were a Liverpool fan, Everton no, fan? No, I'm Did an Everton g- fan. Everton? Nice. Did you grow up... Is, is it weird sort of being... You know, obviously you played for Carlisle, so when they were in League One, do you still support Everton if you're playing professional yeah, yeah. football for another club? Like how does that it's, how does that work? You definitely still support them. That's the first team I checked the results of, but you're playing at the same time as them. Uh, you know, you're not going to be able to go to the game. You, you train every day. You, you've got your own game. So, in that sense, yeah, you, it's it's hard to follow, and uh, it's probably harder out here to follow with the time difference. Yeah. It's a bit gross, isn't it? Like yeah. you get here because what is it? Most games are what Sunday after, oh, sorry, Saturday afternoon, three yeah. o'clock, and then you get here and it's exactly. Sunday morning, two a.m. And then exactly. you play if you play on the Sunday like you did this weekend, yeah. or you play on the Saturday, a little bit trickier. Yeah, definitely. But some some of them are worth getting up. I uh, I watched the City Fulham Fulham game, and I wasn't going to stay up for the yeah. West Ham game though. Well, I'm I'm a Fulham fan, uh, so well, they, yeah. yeah, someone's got to be. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. Someone <laughs> does have to be, and I think. You know, going into the game, you're like, all right, you know, maybe, maybe. We're at home, and then they, I can't remember who scored in the first five minutes. You go, yeah, now that's... Yeah, yeah, and you go, yeah, well, that's really kind of uh, put... Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, maybe if we hold on, you know, nil all the second yeah. half, maybe uh, at halftime, sorry, maybe scratch yeah. a goal, and then goal in the five minutes, you go, this could yeah. be eight. But, exactly. Well, I suppose it'd be weird. So, like, if you're following Everton, 
and you're playing for Carlisle, in a way you're almost like competing against them, really. So is that was that no, odd? Or? Not in that sense, because obviously they're in the Premier League. We were we, we we never come up against them. We were never going to play against them. And I think when I was there in the youth team, they played Tottenham once in the cup. Yep, that was good seeing all them come there. But yeah, in, in a sense of competing against them, that wasn't that wasn't the case. No, I was definitely an Everton fan. <laughs> Uh, so, plenty of seasons still to go. Obviously, Gully pushing for uh, pushing for finals. What's the goal for this year? What do you reckon Gully can genuinely, and you yourself, can genuinely achieve this year? Yeah, I think we've got to. Uh, with, with the players we have and uh, the pre-season we've had, the manager and the assistant, how they, how they want to play, and the lads buy into it, I think there's no reason why we, we won't be playing the finals at the end of the year and then... Anything can happen in them games. Um, you've got to you've, you've got to aim to do things like that. You know what I mean? You're not you're not just here to take part, are you? No, well you you play to win. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's got to be the goal. And if it's not the goal, then you're probably in the wrong sport. Fantastic. Well, I think that's uh, pretty much all the questions I've got for you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, well, thank you very much for having a chat. All good, mate. Too thank easy. You. Thank you. See you later. Thanks for listening to our first MPL guest interview. We hope you enjoyed it and found it both interesting and insightful. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at SemiProPotty and let us know what you thought. Keep being semi-professional. Semi-professional.